Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson, CEO of Loyalty360, welcoming you to another Loyalty360 Thought Leadership uh, in Loyalty series. Uh, we have the pleasure of speaking with those in customer channel and brand loyalty about the technology, trends, and best practices that impact a brand's ability to drive unique experiences and engagement. Uh, today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Kyle Ferguson, who is the Chief Executive Officer of Confirmant. Kyle, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. Thanks, Mark, for having me. It's great to be here. Absolutely. Can you give us an introduction to Confirmant for those who may not know about your company, uh, what you do, how you do it, who you do it with, and maybe some of the industries that uh, you play in, and then also an overview of your new role with the company? Sure, sure. So, I, you know, for, for your viewers or, or listeners, I don't know if they know much about the, the company brand, but, you know, we've been doing this thing for a number of years, almost two decades, and you could almost say that we're a bit of a pioneer, certainly in the market research space, but quite simply, you know, we develop SaaS-based solutions for market research, customer engagement, customer loyalty, which commonly referred to as CX or voice of the customer solutions, as well as employee engagement or EX type of solutions. Again, voice of the employee. So there's a number of different acronyms that are being used in, in the industry, but at the end of the day, you know, I think what we're trying to do is help our customers' customers retain, grow, and, and support their customers and their, their life cycle with, uh, with them, right? And, and equally, when we talk about, you know, when we engage with, with direct corporates, right, whether it's through our CX or EX solutions, we're trying to do the same thing, right? Pull a number of, of different data points that allows us to, I guess, try and get on the front foot in terms of determining the, the sentiment, how customers are feeling, how employees are feeling, and what that ultimately leads to in terms of a brand experience, the customer experience, the product experience. And I think you know, that, that's really the, the most important thing in terms of what we're trying to achieve. Excellent. Uh, and why did you uh, join Confirmant? What attracted you to the company? Yeah, so um, you know, I'm not a stranger to the SaaS technology space. Uh, my previous role, I led a, a fintech organization that um, that was a market leader in its field. And and for me, you know, being surrounded by strong, very knowledgeable and and experts in their field, I think is is probably one of the the biggest draw cards to the confirmant business. But equally, you know, this is a company that's been around for a long, long time. And and as I said earlier, you know, one of the pioneers in so in the market research space. So there's a lot of real strong history and pedigree. Um, you take that with with a really strong and engaged workforce, really excellent leading edge technology. And you know, th this is the kind of business that uh, that I want to be part of. And and I think you know, I think we, uh, I think there's a huge runway in uh, both the market research and the CX space. I don't think anyone has, has really tapped into it. And I think some of the things that we're looking at and we're looking to do, you know, over the coming weeks, months, and, and years ahead is going to position us at the forefront uh, of both of those, uh, both of those sectors, I would say. You talked about some of the challenges and opportunities. Uh, kind of a quick segue. What are some of the challenges and opportunities you see uh, from a customer experience perspective? You know, we have about 125 brands or members of Loyalty 360. We help them run RFIs, RFPs. We kind of do a lot of matchmaking. But CX is kind of a challenging, but we feel a very opportunistic uh, play for brands. What what are some of the challenges you see, and and how can brands do a more effective job, a better job with those efforts? 
Well, I think, you know, without getting into too much of the weeds of the detail about it, I think ultimately, you know, companies are trying to survive in a world where data is so rich, it's so abundant, trying to make sense of, of that data and turn that into you know, actionable insights. There's a lot of people doing a lot of stuff, a lot of companies that are in the, you know, in the, the ethos or in the ether in, in, in the internet and, and developing web applications to collect data and to, and to report on it. Right. I think it's important to be able to do that. It's equally and probably more important for companies to be able to take that information, interpret it, drive insights and drive actions out of it. And I think that's a combination of intellect and understanding how companies operate, how industries operate, using the technology to the best of its ability. Because one thing I can almost guarantee you, right, I'm, I'm almost six weeks into this job, and the thing that has become abundantly clear to me, and it was abundantly clear to me in my previous life, is that no two companies and no two employees are alike, right? They have different wants, different needs, they have different challenges in, 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 in different countries, different regions of the world. So they're very unique in terms of how they try to differentiate themselves from their competition, how they try to engage their employees in, in a very unique way. Uh, and so having a solution that's coupled with that level of understanding and expertise is not something like you can just automate at the press of a button. We're not quite there yet. Hopefully we'll get there one day and I'd like to think confirm it's going to be on the front foot and leading that charge when it comes to predictive analytics and, and really harnessing the ability and, and the, I guess the, uh, <laughs> the knowledge base that AI brings and machine learning brings. But, but again, I don't think we're there yet. We weren't there in my, my previous job, right? I'd love to be able to have a robot do my expenses, acquit it and put it into a GL. We're not quite there yet, right? Because we don't have ubiquity across how data is collected just yet. So again, going back to, you know, the origins of this business, we, we set out to try and figure out how we're going to get all this information as, as, as quickly and as, as efficiently as possible trying to then adjust that information so that you can actually drive those insights, drive so the, the actionable outcome, I think is probably the, the most important piece. But, you know, you hear it time and time again, garbage in, garbage out, right? So if you're not, you can get lots of data points, right? But if you can't make any sense of it, it does it renders the technology, the application relatively unusable, right? So I think, again, confirm it as a history and a pedigree. We're probably, I'd like to think, that we are leading the charge when it comes to the ability to collect information and report on it. But to my point earlier, the most important thing is to be able to work alongside a business or market research agency to help them do what they're trying to do, right? There's a lot of off the shelf solutions you can get there today and, and those work for particular user personas or use cases, but they don't work for all. And I think that, is ultimately what what Confirmit sets out to do. And, um, you know, we're in the middle, we're, as I said, we're six weeks, I'm six weeks into the, the job, we're going through a, a full, intensive and very exhaustive strategic review. And part of that review is to really start to think about where do we want to be and what do we want to be three to five years from now and taking all of the learnings that we've had in the last 20 years, coupled with what the trends that we're seeing in all these different spaces with the competitive landscape as crowded as it's becoming, how are we going to carve out a future and a path that's going to lead to success for us and for our customers? Well, I think that's interesting uh, perspective because one of the things we see from our brand membership is that 
how one entity may talk about customer experience from measurement integration uh, perspective, there's a great deal of variance from a quantitative and denotative yep. perspective. So that leads to a lot of obfuscation in the market. Uh, you know, the denizens in this space are uh, varied and growing and it, obviously there's some consolidation, but I think there's a great opportunity to really elevate customer experience. Uh, and one of the things that we see too, and from a customer loyalty, customer experience perspective, it seems to be the pieces that may get cut in the short term, kind of a budget crunch, where it actually is where they should really double down and make those strategic investments and continue with that because having that kind of lapse in data aggregation can be a huge challenge and consternation for the brand. So you're hearing your approach is, uh, it's great to hear for sure. Yeah, well, you know, look, being in the role that I'm in, you know, again, six weeks in, it's amazing how my 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 emails made its way to various, you know, CRM and and uh, and, and providers of software services in the space that we operate, trying to to get some time with me to figure out how they're going to help me run my business and the business that we operate. And the interesting thing is, and I, when I get these emails or I get people reaching out, salespeople reaching out to me. You know, the one thing that I'm always looking for, right, as a as a, a business operator, is how are you going to help me help my customers? And if you can't articulate that into a, a finite way and a very succinct way in terms of what matters to me, right, which is bottom line, top line, retention, all the things that are really important to a lot of a lot of businesses, I'm probably not going to give you too much airtime. So the, the same rules apply when it comes to confirm it or contemporaries trying to sell their wares to, to unsuspecting corporates or, or market research agencies, right? If the one that, that's ultimately going to succeed, I believe, is the one that's able to articulate that best, right? To actually turn an ROI into something that's tangible. Right. And that's one of the things that we're going to be thinking a lot about is we've got access to this, this wealth and this abundance of data. How do we actually create tangibility that, that makes sense to a CEO or a CFO or, or someone running, you know, a market research program or, or a marketing program that allows them to go back to their board or back to their executive and say, hey, look, if we don't go with these guys, this is the opportunity cost to our business. Like that's the kind of conversation that you want to be having with with your uh, with your customers and your prospects, I believe. No, no that's very important. I think what I've seen and what we've seen, we hear from the brands as well. There's so much more clutter uh, and noise in the channel right now, getting hit up by a daily basis, right? And people try to be empathetic, like, ah, oh, I know COVID must be causing you all these kind of issues, and I know. <clears throat> It gets to me with so much data out there to not make it truly personalized and kind of understand what the business does and how they do it. I mean, it's offsetting to me from the initial piece, right? From that initial engagement. I think the brands are the same way. And it sounds like you have that as well. It's such an opportunity to create empathy and drive personalization based on a needs and value-based approach. But so many people are missing the mark continually with the wrong data sets, too much data, making it more complex than they have to be. And it just becomes arcane, the whole process. And, and yeah, I think you touched on something. I mean, like you talk about the pandemic and, the, and what's happening with COVID-19. This, this is a perfect opportunity for companies like Confirm it, right, to get on the front foot, to be very customer-centric and say, hey, look, we know you guys are doing it tough, so are we. Here's some of the things that we've learned through the data, right? Reading the data or interpreting the data in a slightly different way. And so this, this is this is kind of what we do. So it's times of crisis that sort of separate the wheat from the chaff, as they say. And uh, and so we see this as a as a, just another opportunity for us to try and create more value. 
Excellent. We talked about this a little bit. Uh, can you tell us what sets Conferment apart from uh, the competitors in the industry? What makes you unique, different? Well, I think that uh, it's that combination of that pedigree and the, the richness and the history of, of this is kind of what we've done for a very, very long, long time. So you can't underestimate the power of experience, right? That coupled with a highly innovative, highly engaged workforce and an incredibly strong and robust platform, right? So we're not just a one hit wonder. We, we can do a lot of things for a lot of people in a lot of different ways. And I think that's really important. The key here is not to get too... Um, I guess to lose too much focus. And that's one of the things that we're, we're looking at at the moment is how do we continue to provide a platform that's both configurable and very customer or client centric so that they can achieve the things I, I talked about earlier, which is, you know, how do we help them drive customer right retention and growth yeah. and, and all the things that, that any, any type of application like Confirmance trying to do. But again, I th again, the way that you, you differentiate yourselves is I think pairing that technology with that know-how. Right. And I think we do that well in a very cost efficient way. Right. And there's a lot of players out in the space that, that offer that level of service configuration. But sometimes that can be very cost prohibitive. And we think that there's a sweet spot that allows us to not only sort of drive our technology and, and, and use our technology in a way that's going to specifically solve discrete problems for these customers, but also take the data and, and that customer experience with our platform coupled with the industry know-how that we have through our people that allows us to continually try to differentiate again in a very crowded space. Absolutely. Uh, one of the things we love to talk to uh, uh, people we interview, our members, is how they define customer loyalty, what it means to them from a connotative or denotative perspective. Can you tell us what customer loyalty means to you and confirm it? To me, it's it's a, it's customer loyalty is a customer that advocates on your behalf, right? So they, so get moving beyond that 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 buyer vendor relationship to this idea, and we hear it all the time: trusted advisor, partner, right? If 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 we did a pulse of every single one of our customers, and they said, you know what? Yeah, you know, they're great at their technology; they got great people. But at the end of the day, we couldn't be as successful as we are today without them. That to me is the true litmus test of customer loyalty. Absolutely, excellent. Uh, I know Confirmant was recently acquired by uh, Verdane, I think, and Dapestry. Uh, yeah. Why did you feel that's a good match? And what does that mean for Confirmant and uh, you, you know your organization going forward? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think now we're under the new ownership structure, like no holds barred. So we have an opportunity and we've got access to a, a private equity company and new ownership structure that's got a significant um, capacity to provide insights and experience, right, in terms of what we're trying to do. These guys do this for a living. Um, and so I think, you know, we've got access to a capital pool and, and the ability to, to turn the dial up, as it were, right? And, uh, you know, th this business has a long, long history this is not another inflection point in that history i think under the new ownership structure you're going to see a lot of really exciting things to come both in terms of people and investments and technology 
Um, and, and, you know, we're just getting started. So that, that's on the Verdane angle. In terms of the Dapercy, right? So bringing Dapercy, which is a, a market leader in terms of de developing dashboards and, and reporting analytics for customers, I, I only believe that this strengthens, you know, our, our, our platform approach. And again, providing unique value-added services to our customers on top of a data collection platform that is best in class, I think it puts us in a league of our own. So from my perspective, you know, going through and managing that integration so that we have the best tools in our kit bag for our customers only puts us in a, in a much better place. Excellent. Um, do you think there'll be other consolidations in the industry or other investments in the industry or is that somewhat unique? Oh, I think any SaaS, I think if you're in any sector that's delivering SaaS-based technology, I think you're going to experience some level of consolidation. It happened in my previous industry, right, in fintech, and it continues to happen, right? And we look at what's happening in the world today, it only makes it more prevalent. Um, uh, today, uh, you know, customer experience, you know, is is at the forefront of every company's mind in terms of how do I continually try to differentiate my products and services from my competitors? How do I continually try and add value to my customers so that they think they can't do business without us? How do I continually try and, and engage the marketplace with a value proposition that is that is market leading so that I can not only retain my customers, but grow them, right? This is on the minds of every single CEO executive across the globe, I would say today. So especially in technology, especially in SaaS-based technology. And so, you know, you're going to see, you've got companies like Confirmit, right, that have been doing this for a very, very long time. And then you've got other emerging companies that, you know, that are coming on the scene almost daily, if not every other month, right, that are trying to nip at the heels of, of both Confirmit and, and again, our contemporaries. So, I think, and, and they're doing things that, that perhaps, you know, we're not doing or other companies are doing, and we're always going to look out and look for unique companies or features or technology assets that are going to improve the customer experience and improve our strategic position. So, you know, if I think about confirm it, yeah, look, absolutely. If, if it looks good and it's going to help be value creative and it's going to drive engagement for our customers, we're going to have a look at it, right? And we're not unique, I don't think, in, in, in that respect. Can you talk a little about the importance of CX and, and machine learning and AI, uh, in your opinion? How important is CX and where do you see that going? Well, you know, you know I think CX is what? It, it, it's, it's a big thing to talk about, right? Customer experience is, is a big sort of theme that, again, any company, any business, even confirm it, right? We're always thinking about how we can better engage our customers, drive better customer loyalty, right? And so, so it's top of mind for us. And we got to, you know, we got to, in, in Britain, I like to say, you know, eat your own dog food, right? Which effectively means, you know, practice what you preach. And so we're going to continue to do that and connect with the marketplace, connect with our customers to ensure that the products and services that we're offering are best in class and that drive that CX engagement. Part of that is going to be able to leverage new emerging innovative technologies in both machine learning and the AI space, right? We're already doing that with our genius product and we're going to continue to invest in that. But our view on that is, and again, I, I, I don't think the robots have taken over just yet. Let's hope not, right? Depending on who you talk to, but my belief is we're, humans are going to be around for a while. And I, and to my earlier comments 
around the uniqueness of what we believe Confirmant offers and how we differentiate it, having that human touch combined with sort of driving more predictive analytics and making sense of that data, I think is, is the thing that's going to allow us to sort of outpace the competition and continually differentiate. You know, my, my competitors might have a different view on that and they might think that, that you know, what they're doing in AI and machine learning is going to, to outpace us, but we are of the firm belief that we're gonna have the best in class approach to machine learning predictive analytics coupled with the ability to interpret that data and hold our, our, our are the hands of some of our customers because they're going to need that help along that way. Okay, excellent. And how have you helped your customers during COVID-19? I think you mentioned earlier, it's been kind of a, a huge challenge for brands, opportunities for others. You know, we have members like Overstock who are members doing amazing things, right? Sales are up significantly, uh, but they've had challenges as well, getting the voice of the customer, right? They've had kind of opportunities around getting the call center to, to, to meet demand. So some, some brands have challenges that are amazing and everyone would love to have, and some have not. How are you helping uh, <clears throat> brands through kind of this unique, challenging, but opportunistic uh, time you know, of COVID-19? Yeah, that's a really good question. And, and again, we're not very unique in that, in that respect. But, you know, we've got an online COVID-19 resource hub which effectively provides guidance to CX and EX teams, right? And, and to our market researches, which is a big part of our business. And really the key focus here is around community connection. So ultimately trying to connect peer groups and, and, and discussion groups by sharing webinars and, 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 and providing an online sort of library of resources and information, providing insight, professional support. So what that basically means is offering one-on-one -on -one conversations with experts to talk about you know, key areas and develop skills needed to sort of differentiate and deliver business value in these unique times. And then of course, we've got uh, a wealth of free dedicated solutions. So a lot of our companies, a lot of our businesses are already using our Horizons platform, which effectively allows them to get access to the latest and greatest tech that we offer and, and start to really embrace more, more information in, in a very unique way. So that's some of the ways in which we're helping our customers through this period. Excellent. And how, um, were there, are there things they're asking you for now that they may not have been asking for you before uh, this, the, the pandemic? Well, they're looking for like, they want to get their hands on real time information. So that, that's, that's probably one of the most important thing, right? Because as this, as the pandemic evolves and it differs by country, as we know, they're wanting to get hands on information in real time, right? And then take that information to be able to adapt and drive better insights. And again, actionable outcomes for their customers in a very sort of unique and, and, and short time frame. Absolutely. Um, last question we have, and how do you see COVID affecting your customers, uh, businesses going forward in the future? What do you think there? And how, how can brands effectively be proactive in that uh, regard? Uh, I think a couple of, in a couple of areas, you know, the shift to remote working has, has had a, a hugely impactful uh, uh, and a lasting impact to, to companies. And, and I think businesses not dissimilar from yours or mine are having to figure out ways in which to engage their customers through more digital means, right? I think, I think a new era has begun. Yes. Do I believe that bricks and mortar and getting back into the office and getting out and talking to customers and, and, and working with them, you know, in, in a more sort of intimate way and one-on-one -on -one way will continue. 
but I think we're seeing a new shift in terms of how companies are, are operating. And, uh, you know, we're seeing it in the headlines in terms of some of the larger tech companies, whether it's the Facebooks or the Googles of the world, announcing that they're moving to a, a shift of, of remote working, right? And they're putting a stake in the ground. And, and you know, we're, we're making sure that we're doing the right things by our employees and those employees that, that, that are feeling a bit sort of tense about getting back to work. And so we're, we're looking to extend that, that home working policy, right? I think it's it's incumbent upon us to have a duty of care for for our people because at the end of the day, they're the brains behind the technology that we that we offer to our customers. And so we're having to figure out uh, a way in which we're going to work in this new digital world that will allow us to drive a better engagement um, process with our customers and with our employees. And I don't see that being any any uh, I don't think that's going to be different for for any of our customers. That's awesome. Well, Kyle, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. Very impactful. Uh, we appreciate the, the time. Most importantly, the insight. I think you had some very salient points. Uh, you know, it's not necessarily just the data, it's making it actual and having the core companies, the intellect, the best practices to really drive that behavior, right? Uh, you mentioned garbage in, garbage out. Uh, I think uh, you guys are doing some great things and uh, appreciate the, the time talking to us today. Thanks, Mark. It's been my pleasure. Absolutely.